seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Thursday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I am so disgusted this morning. I am disgusted. So much has been made about the Marine, the Marine, in terms of the homeless man and the subway and the chokehold. Well, you may recall the uncle, the spokesman for the family. You may recall the uncle. Well, Christopher Neely, the uncle of the homeless man that was killed during the subway confrontation earlier this month, has been arrested again, again, Wednesday morning, just before he was scheduled to appear in court to face a bunch of grand larceny charges. He's been arrested again. Newsflash, Mr. Uncle, if you're going to be the spokesman, the family spokesman, and you're going to denounce uh, U.S. Marines and, and the establishment, make sure you don't have any open warrants, please. Do me a favor. And folks, a lot of you email me stories. A lot of you email me stories daily. But Sherry Stein, recently retired NYPD officer, is always on point, if you will, with the stories that she selects. And Sherry sent me this, and all I could do was shake my head. Again, I am disgusted this morning. Two, two New York City tots have been given Narcan after ingesting drugs, parents arrested. Two Bronx tots, toddlers, whatever you want to call them, ingested drugs and their parents were arrested in separate incidents this week. And here's the truth. It's not politically correct, but some people just should not have children. I said it. I meant it. I'm disgusted. But let's backtrack. Each weekday afternoon at 12.15 p.m., each weekday weekday afternoon, 12.15, I listen to Curtis Lewa and The Rip and Read. Our conversation with a transgender woman last night on this program, Diana. Whoa. I've got nothing but love for you, Diana. But Diana took exception to me because she said that I was happy with Bud Light losing business over the transgender issue. I am, Diana. Bud Light is entitled to make their business decisions and the American people are entitled to decide whether they want to support Bud Light or not. Well, Curtis Lewa 
unbeknownst to me, spent the first 15 minutes of his show just a few hours ago focusing on our conversation with Diana. I'll be going to that in just a minute. But I have to start with always count your blessings. Even in negatives, look for the positives. Even in negatives, look for the positives. I start this morning saying thank you to the fire department in Rockland County in my area, one of them at least, the Hillcrest Fire Department and the East Ramapo Police Department. So I come outside just a few hours ago. Beautiful day. I'm headed back for my second trip to ShopRite, and I enjoy the serenity of our home, the trees, the deer. It's dark at night, and yes, even occasionally, the bears going through our garbage looking for food. But I come outside, and I look up, And there's a lot of smoke, and there are pockets of fire in front of my house. And I see three fire trucks. I had no idea what was going on with firefighters frantically spraying water to put the fire out only 25 yards from my house. Where is Yogi Bear when you need him? Remember that? What was the Yogi Bear thing? Uh, Smarter than the average bear. Hey, boo-boo. I think I got it right there. (laughs) Matt Blaze, I think I got it right. And so I'm a a kid from the city. You folks know that, from New York City, the housing projects. And by the way, I'm proud of it, from the Patterson Housing Projects and the Throgs Neck Housing Projects, uh, both in in the uh, Bronx. I don't know anything about brush fires. I wanted a house with a fireplace. Nobody told me it has to be cleaned out occasionally from time to time. I wanted a nice pool, nice in-ground pool. Nobody told me that you have to add all these chemicals once a week and measurements and testing the water. Nobody told me I'm from the Bronx. Well, the firefighters told me that brush fires can be started a number of ways. I got a lesson. One, someone could have thrown away a cigarette, and that could do it, according to what the firefighters told me. Someone could have just slammed on their brakes, and a spark in their car from doing that could have flipped onto the property and started the brush fire and option number three the hot bearing sun could have done it the firefighters described it to me is like putting a magnifying glass on the leaves and so the police officer from east ramapo walks up to me and and says hey you know at least there's no damage to the house And I'm thinking, without saying this out loud, oh, my God, to save money, I cut down on the fire insurance policy. So there's not as much 
coverage. We, there's enough to replace the House, but not enough in terms of what we need. And then I asked the officer my toughest question. And I said to him, do I call my wife Marilyn at work and tell her what happened? He said, no, <laughs> and smiled and laughed. The officer said that if it were if it were his wife, he would wait until she got home from work. So we both laughed laughed at that point. But again, thank you to the Hillcrest Fire Department and to the East Ramapo Police Department. You know, when when you police officers come under attack, folks, remember days like this. You know, they they're volunteer firefighters. The the police, you know, they're wonderful. This is why I don't subscribe to that nonsense that, oh, police are bad. First responders, eh. No, first responders save lives. So now, every weekday afternoon at 12.15, I listen to Curtis Lewa and the Rip and Read. Our conversation last night was with a transgender woman, her name Diana, it bears repeating, I've got nothing but love for you, Diana. But Diana took exception to me because she said I was happy that Bud Light is losing business over the transgender issue. I am Diana. Again, Bud Light is entitled to make their business decisions, and the American people are entitled to decide what they want to support or not. Diana also equated the transgender movement with the civil rights movement. And many of you folks said that was a no-no. And the civil rights community does not align itself with the with other uh, initiatives like the transgender uh, community. Well, Curtis Lewa spent the first 15 minutes of his show. I had no idea. Nobody controls Curtis. Trust me when I tell you. I had no idea what he was going to do. Focusing on our conversation with Diana, I'm going to let you hear parts of it. He started out talking about Sid Rosenberg, the host of Sid and Friends, the number one morning show in New York, about how Sid had declared that his show was the best show in a 24-hour period on WABC. Listen here, folks, to Curtis Sliwa. And earlier today, he said at the start of his show at 6 o'clock, the peacock that he is, the I and me guy, it's all about him, couldn't have been more hopelessly wrong. It's a very, very busy Wednesday. This, and I say this every now and then, maybe often, I don't know, but I do say it, today has the potential to be the best show this station has had in, uh, well, since my show yesterday. Oh. Yeah. And that's a long time, bro. That is. It's a lot of shows and lots of hours. That's it. Lots has happened since yesterday. Oh, so much has happened, yes. A lot has happened. And we're going to discuss all of it. Let me tell you something, Sid. Can't listen at night, 12 midnight to 1. Monday through Fridays, that's Dominic Carter. He is the most improved, bar none, of our many talk show hosts here at WABC. Host or hostess. In fact, you saw on Memorial Day on Monday. He substituted for Brian Kilmeade. He did two hours, 10 to 12. 
I wouldn't let him substitute for me. I might not get the rip and read back 12 to 1. So I stood here before running off to the Little Neck Douglaston uh, Memorial Day Parade, the last in the city, to end the cycle. And yet he was also here for Greg Kelly, 1 to 3. He is really on fire. Uh, he is talking about personal issues that most, most talk show hosts and hostess never delve into. And that's why they remain at a certain level. They'll never go beyond that. They don't understand this is the most intimate form of communication that has ever been created. Marconi, the Italian, like me, I believe that, or Tesla, the Serbian. Anyway, when it comes to the whole issue with transgenders, which everyone is fascinated with, nobody has done it better than our own Dominic Carter. Well, let's go to Diana in Manhattan. Good morning, Diana. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm so disappointed in you, Dominic. I mean, you know, transgender folk are as human as anyone else. And 100 years ago, if an African-American had advertised a beer, white people would have said, I'm not drinking that beer. You know, the N-word, they drink that beer. But we've grown beyond that. And we have to grow beyond prejudice against sexual minorities. Don't you think? Well, that, the audience went nuts that this Diana transgender would compare the transgender movement of today, which is everywhere, with the civil rights movement of the 50s and the 60s. And then Dominic Carter continued on with his transgender caller, Diana. I agree with you, but... but Diana, what what are you disappointed in me about? Because you seem to be happy that uh, Bud Light has lost its status because it was advertised by a transgender influencer. I'm transgender. I mean, we're as human as you are, you know? Right. So here it is. They're starting to engage. Soon they're going to become like two scorpions in a brandy glass. A heterosexual Dominic, I think. Wait till you hear what he has to say. And the homosexual, now transgender, Diana. Well, here they go, round three. Everybody, everybody's human. Uh, if you listen to this program, Diana, uh, the fact that, that you're transgender is, is not new to me. I have transgender people call me all the time. I grew up around a few transgender people, and in my young adulthood, I was around transgender people. So it's something I've been to gay bars. I understand the lifestyle. I get it. Excuse me. In other words, some of your best friends are. I see. Well, well. Did you did you hear that? Dominic Carter revealing to all of us some of his best friends are transgenders. He's been to gay bars. Do we think he may have experimented? Wait, whoa, whoa, you got to listen to the podcast. In fact, I suggest you listen to the live broadcast Monday through Fridays, 12 midnight to 1. He's the fastest improving talk show host or hostess here at WABC, bar none, because he takes on every topic, and he's getting very personal about these things in a way that no other talk show host or hostess here would. And it isn't all about just I and me, as Dominic Carter continues round four with the transgender Diana. I'm supposed to say to my granddaughter, as she starts getting a little older, one more time, please. There are some people who are assigned one gender at birth, 
but are in fact the other gender and choose to live as the other gender. And that's why these bathing suits are labeled the way they are. You got right. And that may be acceptable to to me as a as a grown man, but a child is supposed to understand that. Diana, you don't think that a child is going to be left confused if, at that? If children can read horrifying fairy tales about witches throwing kids into ovens, I think they can accept this. That enraged the audience even more. The callers were livid. But if you notice, Dominique knew exactly the right questions to ask in a manner that was respectful of Diana so she wouldn't just hang up or feel she wasn't getting equal time. What you do is you let people talk. And boy, she, in her mindset, when you walk through the aisles of Target and you see a female swimsuit with a pouch, you know, for a crotch, Instead of what we're used to seeing with female bathing suits. And then she justifies that and doesn't feel it would be a problem if children were to see that and say, Mommy, Daddy, what is that? What is that? Now you're getting to the heart of the matter. Nobody else here at WABC has been able to do that. It's peeling back the layers as if it's an artichoke. Going right into the heart of the issue because Dominic kept the transgender Diana on so we could learn more. Because as you can see, she's highly educated, she's well-spoken, and Dominic gave her the time to express herself, unlike other talk show hosts and hostesses here who would have introduced her to Mr. Click. What about being gender fluid? What's wrong with her? I don't even know what gender fluid is. To be honest with you. What you just described, that's being gender fluid. And and you're telling me, Diana, that people are supposed... Diana, with all due respect, you're telling me with a straight face that people are supposed to accept this? Yes. Straight up. Tran- flu- play that again. I'm, I'm even confused. And at least Dominic wasn't being politically correct. He was saying... He's confused about this fluidity of sexuality. I forget the term that Diana uses and the transgenders use. Well, why not be honest? We are all confused when they use this terminology, and we cannot let that dominate the discussion. What about being gender fluid? What's wrong with her? I don't even know what gender fluid is, to be honest with you. What you just described, that's being gender fluid. And and you're telling me, Diana, that people are supposed... Diana, with all due respect, you're telling me with a straight face that people are supposed to accept this? Yes. Straight face, yes. Gender fluidity. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you realize what that means. That means today Diana identifies as a transgender. I would have asked one more question. I would have gone beyond Dominic. He's too much of a gentleman. Lou, I would have asked her if she has her knife, spoon, and a fork, a three-piece set. You know, like Dylan Mulvaney, right, the transgender who has decided that she needs a pouch to hold on to her knife, spoon, and fork. But Dominic, true to being the gentleman that he is, did not go there, but he continued the conversation he did not let Diana, the transgender, off the hook. America is just not ready for this. It, it's they not get ready. No, and, and so and so and so the transgender community is going to make us ready. 
whether we're Justice ready or not. The civil rights community made the world ready for civil rights. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> the blowback again. The callers that followed were saying, how dare she compare that to the civil rights struggle of African-Americans in America? How dare she? Oh, this is must-listen-to radio, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, When I first listened to Dominic Carter, when he came over to the old WABC, he was still thinking of himself as a TV broadcaster, like many of our colleagues do here. You know, radio is a side hustle. They're always talking TV, TV, TV. You get more listeners here on WABC than you would on any news talk station program, any. And people who do radio as a side hustle, it's obvious in the product that they put out on the radio. It's not in-depth. It's not personal. It's not intimate. It's ephemeral. It's on the periphery. They're constantly talking about their their TV uh, programs or their appearances. At some point, at some point, a light bulb went off for Dominic Carter. I had many conversations with him. and said, Dominic, you're not going back to TV. You're a radio talk show host. You must act like a radio talk show host and become the best that you can be. As you know, we've discussed mental health issues this month. He's the expert here at WABC. He wrote a book on that. His mother was in psychiatric facilities. She abused him. He had a visitor in psychiatric facilities. He's been able to tell the story of what that's like. So you could understand maybe what a Neely was going through, schizophrenic, bipolar, all of that. Imagine, it's your mother. But here, with the transgender Diana, respectful, but maybe the best interviewer we have here at WABC, bar none, because he doesn't let him off the hook. He keeps him there until he gets answers to the questions that all of you have, because you're just as confused as I am, as Dominic indicated he was, about being gender fluid. Diana, before I let you go, so you said you're transgender. It, yeah. What what else is it that you want people to know? Because, again, I, I make no bones about it. I am glad that Bud Light has lost uh, its its uh, base, because I guarantee you right now the, the corporate heads are shaking in their boots on how they're going to keep their jobs going forward because they, they touched what amounts to be a third rail for the American people. Let me tell you something. I'm submitting this interview with Diana, the transgender, for a Marconi Award. There's been no better interview involving a transgender than what Dominic just achieved last night, and he's done it before. Oh, they almost never are able to explain because they're shut down. He makes them feel so comfortable that they express themselves. It may be something we don't like, but at least we understand the thinking. For instance, he had a caller call up, a guy named Nick, who came off of that conversation with Diana and told a story that was amusing, entertaining, but also perplexing. I want you to stay in contact with me. Because as these issues arise, I, I love your I, show. I, I, well, I love you. your show, and I, and I love and I love you, Diana. We just respectfully disagree. Oh boy, I don't know. I don't know how personal he is with Diana. I'm not going to go there. Let's just say 
Love can be a strange thing from time to time. I never say I love any of my callers. I'm, I'm the complete opposite. He's like the Ernie Anastas, you know, of hosts, right? He loves everybody. But now here is the caller, Nick, that followed. Wait till you hear what Nick had to say. I did a transgender wedding last weekend. Um, I'm in the entertainment business, and I have to tell you, something happened at the wedding that was really crazy. I went to the bathroom. I was using the bathroom, and a woman, or at least what I thought was a woman, came in to use the urinal next to me, and I didn't realize that the, the bathroom was a, a, a uh, commingled bathroom, and it totally freaked me out. And I said, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. And then I realized what was going on. So, <laughs> This is the world we live in. It's so confusing. And then, you know, I called her, you know, by I called her her, and she got mad at me. So I, I was so confused. Okay, so, you know, so wait, so wait. I, hey, Nick, I feel your pain. I feel, I really yeah. feel your pain. He feels his pain. Can you imagine? Here's Nick, the wedding singer. He's contracted to do a transgender wedding. No problem. He goes into uh, what he thinks is the men's room. And there's a transgender next to him in the urinal, you know, doing his thing, but claiming he's a woman. And then he says her, and then, oh, no, it's he, she, they, whatever. Boy, it's so confusing, right, gender fluid? Thank you, Dominic Carter, for entertaining us, giving us some great belly laughs, enlightening us about this transgender issue with your caller, Diana, who you are respectful to. You were insightful. You asked the right questions. And because you set the right tone, she answered honestly. That's deserving of a Marconi Award. I'm submitting it for that. Best interview of the year. And by the way, Sid Rosenberg, tough noogies. You were not the best program in 24 hours. The Dominic Carter show last night from 12 to 1, Monday through Fridays, was top shelf five star. Nobody touched him yesterday. So... Curtis Lee on his show, and until I turned on the radio, uh, I had no idea what Curtis was going to uh, talk about. And uh, I do have one question as it relates to Curtis Lee. When does this man sleep? He just came off of like 60 hours of broadcasting and over the course of the Memorial Day weekend, and he's up at midnight listening to this program. So everything that you folks say, he listens uh, uh, oftentimes, more often than not, our owner-operators, John and Margot Casamitidis, are listening live to this program. So every time when you folks call, more times often than not, John and Margot Casamitidis are listening to it in real time as it's airing. And Mr. Casamitidis, as well as his wife, Margot Casamitidis, those are another two that I don't know when they sleep. I, I could not keep up with their schedules. You, you have no idea the things that they do on a, on a daily basis from giving back to the community, from being out there. But what we're going to do right now, we see all of your calls, and uh, you can reach us if you can get through. We see we have a lot of calls at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. You can also reach me at Twitter at Dominic TV. You can send me an email, Dominic.Carter at WABC Radio. We're going to take a break. And the moment we come back, we're going right to the telephones for your calls. We're going to go to New Jersey, Jericho, Suffolk, Brooklyn, and Freehold, New Jersey. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back, and we have a lot of telephone calls this morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's see here. Let's begin with Robert in Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Good Robert, morning, Dominic. Hey, Robert, you, you got to be ready to go. We, we don't want to hear that loud noise in our, in our ear when you're picking up the phone, so please go ahead. Sorry, I... Uh, I just had to pull my phone out. I, I got it. Go right ahead, please. Tests are being written with multi-pronouns, like the transgenders use. Wait, 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 Robert, let me say this. Let, let me just backtrack, right, because I need to say something right now, okay? So, okay. so and, and this is not related to you. Folks, whenever you call, any of you, if you... Anybody, and Robert, this is not directed at you. If you think that I'm just going to let you have a three- to four-minute platform without me saying anything, that's not going to happen. We're in the business of ratings, and to just listen to speech after speech would be awful. And if somebody says something that needs to be challenged or questioned, you better believe I'm one of the best in the business at doing it, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. So, Robert, I, I interrupted you because you said that this is being done in schools with pronouns. Now, I don't know anything about that, but you're telling me it's being done? Yes. At what grade are, level? What, what grade level? Grade school through high school. Do you know which school districts? I, I have never heard this before. No, I've got to get more information about where okay. and... Okay, all right, so go ahead, go ahead. Okay, the kids are who aren't into this trans thing are totally confused and getting bad grades. But the trans kids are doing great. This forces the straight kids to get individualized tutoring in LGBTQIA stuff and pronouns in order to be competitive. It's a covert way of indoctrinating the kids against the will of the children and their families. And an interesting connected event, these contracts for these school districts to get these educational materials, which are trans-oriented, they're held by Merrick Garfinkel, a.k.a the DOJ head. Okay. I, I, again, I, I don't know. I'm not saying that it's not true, Robert. I hear you. Thank you for the call. Uh, I, I just don't like dealing with things that I'm not sure about and I'm not exactly uh, sure. Hey, Matt Blaze, have you heard anything about that? Yeah. I just looked up something and it says, uh, this is from 
beginning of March. A new report reveals students in the nation's largest school districts are encouraged to change their names and pronouns without parental knowledge, even though those same schools require parental approval for over-the-counter medication. Right, but that's not addressing the test issue. That's just saying in general. Oh, that they're testing people on well, pronouns? It, right, he said that when, when they're... T- that, that, I, I got to yeah, look yeah, into that it part because I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. We got tested in English on pronouns. <laughs> you know no, what but I mean? I mean pronouns in terms, <laughs> well, in terms of, of gender identification. <laughs> right, right. Big difference. I'm glad right. you pointed that out. That, that's yeah, a well, good I, point yeah. there. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much. So Larry in Brooklyn says he's disappointed with, with me for another reason. Go right ahead, Larry. Yeah, well, what, what, okay, Dominic, I'm not trying to dim your star. You are, in fact, a very skilled interviewer. There's no doubt about that. But what Curtis did not address is the fact, and he should know, because Curtis withheld his opinion for like 10 okay, years. Okay, Larry, please, please go ahead, go, go ahead but, and but state Your which... opinion is not relevant okay. uh, to, to the interview. Okay. And, and, and I'll tell you why, because... A lot of people like myself are not interested in where you draw the line. You okay. say you draw the line with children. Right. Larry, Larry, yeah. please tell me what you're saying right now. How is this relevant and what does it pertain to? I, I don't understand where, okay, where you're going. I'm getting to that. Okay. What it pertains to is this woman who called up, she was a religious woman, and she said that she felt that transgender is from the pits of hell. And you contradicted me. You said, well, it's not from, I don't think it's from the pits of hell. Who cares what you think? It's what okay. she thinks. She's okay. the caller. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Larry, Larry. So because a caller calls and says something, that means that it's right. Are, no, are you, are you serious? Larry, Larry, are you serious? Are, are you serious right now? Do is, I sound is, like I'm not serious? Uh, Larry, is that the best you've got this morning? Because I took I'm exception. Your opinion is the interviewer does not make matter. Okay, Larry, in talk radio, we are paid to give our opinions. That's what makes a good show and a bad show. And this show that you're listening to right now is number two in all of New York. It's one of the highly rated shows, and it, it alternates between one and two. So what are you talking about? Well, I'm saying, okay, I'll tell you, if, if it was a genuine opinion, that would be one thing. But you're doing so now, things so out now, of political so now, correctness. So now, so now, no, no, I'm not doing it out of po- Larry, I, I, but, I don't know if you heard this. I said last yeah. night that I grew up around some transgender people. I've been around them all my life. So I have a special, uh, more of an understanding than the average person would have uh, that, that's just new to this issue. And so I do, I do appreciate your call, Larry. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to, let's go to, to, uh, Loretta in Brooklyn. Good morning, Loretta. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic, uh, Dynamite Dominic. That's Thank all you. I can say. Thank you. Thank you, Loretta. What's going on? Well, I tried you last night, but, um, you were clogged with calls. You remember when Johnny Carson was on the air? Yes. Go right ahead, please. And then we had Tom Snyder and David Susskind. And, oh, before I get into that. No, wait, Loretta, uh, I, I don't, yes, I'm sorry, Loretta, okay. I, I don't have much time. Okay, we are jam-packed okay. with calls. you got to okay. get to the point. Tom, uh, David Susskind said back then that um, 
It's in the brain. The sex organ is between the ears, not below the waist. It's in the brain. Human sexuality is between the ears. That determines who you are and who you love. I, I you don't know. Have, I don't know about that. I don't know about well, that, Loretta. I don't. I've I don't learned, know about that. I, I've learned through the years, working with different people closely and becoming friends with them. All you have to do, do is talk to people and understand them. Fear comes from misunderstanding. You fear what you don't understand. Agreed on and that. Fear, and since they can't change the brain to match the body, they change the body to match the brain, what's in the brain. And um, I thought Diana was well-spoken, and uh, she's the epitome of cool, calm, and collected. She, she educated everyone who was listening, if they were listening with uh, a, an open mind. The mind is like a parachute. It only works when it's open. I was front-end manager of a big store, a big supermarket, in my mid to late 20s into my early 30s, and the bulk of my crew was high school kids. Some of them were gay. I made friends with them because I needed their cooperation to do my job. Some are housewives who can get out at night because their husbands are home with the kids. But I went to gay bars. I had my friends here at the house. We entertained them. We socialized. And um, the expression is, cut me and I bleed. Inside, we're all the same. The M&Ms is the sugar coating on the outside. The good stuff is on the inside, that chocolate. That's why we buy M&Ms. Right. I I hear you, Loretta, and I really do appreciate your comment this morning. Thank you. Dominic Carter here with you folks, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Mark in Kentucky and then Francine in Brooklyn. Mark, good morning. What's on your mind? John Beck, I'm going to be briefly short. You're the strongest interviewer I've ever seen in my life, period. Well, thank you. I can't say anything else. Thank you so much. Right. Thank, thank you, Mark. I, I really appreciate that. And um, uh, we wish you the very best with your health. And, and thank you. And you're, you're brave. And I'm proud of you, Mark. And, and you keep going. And you keep doing your thing. Francine in Brooklyn. Good morning, Francine. What's on your mind? Hi. Thank you, Dominic. Um, I thought she was she was impeccable. I am so glad there's another transgender coming on this show besides me. And I thought everything she said was on the money. And I, I applaud her. Okay. So, 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 Francine, so let me, let me ask you this question. The civil rights community does not accept the gay community trying to tag itself to the civil rights issue. And that's exactly what Diana did last night. Well, I, I sort of agree with her because I am a, a trans woman of color. Okay. And I went through a lot of prejudice back in the 60s and even in the 50s. I couldn't even go down to 96 Street without feeling inferior. So in a way, I think she she has a point there. So, you know, me being a black trans woman, I, I have to agree with what she said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll ask you the same question, Francine. What about the rest of us? What about the rest of us? What about the rest me, of you? Meaning, what I mean by that is that if, if people are not ready to accept this, and, and here's how I define accept in in department stores with the bathing suits and all of that, you know, in, in general, Francine, people don't want their kids around this stuff. 
I don't want my two-year-old granddaughter, who's soon going to be a little older, exposed to this stuff. And I got to explain why a woman's bathing suit has a, a compartment for a private part. What about when I say the rest of us? What about that? Well, I was talking to my sister about it, and she said, "Well, they could put the uh, transgender sex bathing suits in a, a, in a specific section, so you all don't have to see that. So if you 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 feel that it's offensive, then you really don't have to see it if they." locate that in a different part of the store. But like I say, I, I think it's about time the transgender issue comes to the forefront. Mm. Okay. Well, Francine, as always, I greatly appreciate your opinion, speaking as a transgender uh, woman. And so you and Diana, uh, I want to hear from you from time to time, you know, uh, as it relates to these issues and what's going on. Folks, I have got to take a break. When we come back, we'll have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, and we'll have more of your telephone calls coming up at 1 a.m. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. His guest this morning will be O.B. Murray, a major political consultant here in uh, New York. So when we come back, we're going to New Jersey, Jericho, and David in the Bronx. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at BeatTheStigma.org. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. It's sad and you can't make this up. In fact, I'm disgusted. Christopher Neely, the uncle of the homeless, mentally ill man that was uh, put into the chokehold by the Marine on the uh, subway uh, train, that uncle who was serving as a spokesman for the family has been arrested yet again. He's 44 years old. He's been busted for allegedly stealing one wallet last August, another wallet in April and a $15,000 purse off the back of a chair at a lower Manhattan restaurant on May 18th. So in other words, less than two weeks ago while he was out there, You know, publicly, his nephew, his nephew. And as I said to you folks a long time ago, where was the family when this homeless man, mentally ill man, needed help? Now, ka-ching, everybody wants to be paid. And as I told you, folks, the family was going to sue. And that's that's what this is all about. You got to raise the uproar to get in the public eye, and then you sue, and then you settle. And then you collect millions. That's the way it goes each and every time. So he's been charged with three counts of grand larceny on top of the 12 counts of grand larceny that he was already facing for his alleged crimes. Then some people just shouldn't have children. I said it. I meant it. You know, it's it's this like dream, the American dream. You're going to be a parent. Everybody's not meant to be a parent. Two New York City tots have been given Narcan after ingesting drugs. The parents arrested. Separate incidents this week in the Bronx. The kids got exposed to drugs 
and Narcan had to bring them back. Some people are just not meant to be parents. Some do it for the welfare check. They're not meant to be parents. And um, I'm going back to your telephone calls, but I'm looking at my Twitter as we speak. John Beckman says, I'm confused. Why are all these callers calling Diana a, quote, she? Diana is a he pretending to be a she. What the hell is going on? So that's what John says. And, John, I, I don't have a problem if if Diana or Francine or anyone else you know, says that, you know, tomorrow that they identify, uh, let's say it's a male and they identify as a female, I have no problem referring to them that way if that's the way they want to identify. I have the problem when I'm now calling you a female and then you go, no, I want to go back to being a male. No, I'm I'm it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, as as uh, Diana uh educated me, you're gender fluid. I guess it literally means what it says, Matt Blaze, gender fluid. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm the same way. I don't, listen, you want to be called whatever you want to be called. Everybody has that right. But when you start, well, today I'm he, tomorrow I'm she, the next day I'm they, how, how am I supposed to know that? And how, why are you mad at me because you decided that, you want to be called something else. And to me, when somebody is like that, that's a narcissistic way of being to control other people. And I've always said this. I've been saying this the last, I don't know, couple of weeks since all this has happened, that the only time you really refer to somebody as a pronoun is when they're not even in the room. You refer to somebody as their name. So if I'm talking to somebody else and talking about he, she, how are they would even know? And why would you care what people say? Unless they're referring to you, particularly like in front of, while you're in front of them, speaking to them. And again, I don't have a problem with it, but when they keep changing, to me, that's just confusion. That they're confused of what they really want to be like. And, and now we're all supposed to just accept it and, and be, oh, I understand you're annoyed at me because today you decided you want to be a furry, which is when people think they're a cat. But yesterday, you were she. The day week before that, you were they. How? Why do I have to keep up with that? And I got a life. I right. got a life. So, uh, Kenneth, before we go back to the phone calls, you're, you're the youngest of the bunch here. Your generation, I guess this is all you, you guys' fault. But, but but because you guys are much more acceptive, you, Alex, and so on, how do you guys see this? I don't, I don't really have a problem with any of it. I mean... It doesn't directly affect me. I've personally never met anyone that was transgender and got offended by me calling them a different pronoun other than what they wanted to be called. But as long as it doesn't directly affect me and no one's getting angry at me, I don't really have an issue with it. Overall, I mean, you be what you want to be. If you want to be called this, you want to be called that, then so be it. But I don't really have an issue with it particularly. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Let's go back to the... uh to the uh, telephone calls, John in Freehold, New Jersey. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Dominic. Um, I just had a quick question. There's a in Thailand. There are thousands and thousands of um, what they call lady boys, which are you know uh, transgenders. How come we don't hear like all this stink like we like 
over here in America. It's such a big deal. It's covering all the news and everything. Why don't we hear anything about Thailand? Well, one, John, let me just say this. The term you used, I don't know if that's considered uh, offensive to the transgender community. I just don't know. So I want to stay clear of that. But two, you do raise a good point of why, you know, we don't hear this much about this from other countries. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it may be, maybe, John, perhaps it's because uh, Hollywood is making a big push at this now. The media is making a big push. And the transgender community is, is uh, making a uh, a big push. Um, well, I was just curious. How come we never... Right. I, I uh, hear you. I, I hear you, John. Thank you. Let's go to Lisa. Lisa on Long Island. Good morning, Lisa. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm well. Go right ahead. Hi. Thank you. Uh, I like your opinion. Uh how the medical field is having letting these young children have operations for you know to change their op- sex op- sex change operations. Do you think they're doing it because they think it's safe or because it's for the money? Uh, that's that, that's a tough one. I I can only answer it, Lisa, by stating that I'm against it. A number of doctors have been sued. We have seen historically right. where where oftentimes the individual wants to switch. Sometimes it leads to suicide. It's a mess. It's a mess. So I I don't know. I I think there are protocols to make sure that it's not being done by the doctor for financial reasons. Uh, But I just don't have the protocol. Say that again, Lisa. No, I. Uh, that's why I wanted your opinion of that. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, very, I. I it's just. Scary. It's very. Scary. I. I. I just. Um. I. You know, if it was my son or daughter, I would say to them, "Whatever's going to make you happy, but if this is what you want to do, I need you to think long and hard about this." And I'm talking right. about. I'm talking about a, a couple of years. Safe. I'm not talking about, Daddy. I decided mm-hmm. I want to be transgender and I want to have the operation next week. No. No, 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 no. And I, the protocols do call for extending the time period, Lisa. Thank you for the call. Thank a, you. A very good call there. Let's go to Jerry in New Jersey. Good morning, Jerry. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Have you noticed this, that in the 1970s and 80s, what I remember is trans women, if I got this right, men who want to dress like a woman and so forth, um, they were very feminine compared to today. I'm seeing men dressing like women who are wearing beards and mustaches. It's like very, that's very odd. So I think that there's some sort of environmental impact from our society that that can't be from uh, physiological things. It's so odd that it would just happen suddenly. Like it looks like there's a rash of men wearing beards with with, with wigs on that they're trying to be a woman. I see it well, now. Yeah, well, I, 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 Jerry. All, all I can say is that I, I haven't seen that. Um, I'm not stating that it's not out there, but but I haven't seen that. And, okay, and, and you have? Yeah, there was a, just a person. Uh, who's introducing women, little girls to dresses and things at Disney World. The man has a mustache. Uh, you have to look that up. It's out in the news right now. Uh, a man who's greeting little girls to some sort of uh, – it's something where they sell expensive dresses to these girls. Um, I don't know what they call that, but they're little girls. And a man who was greeting them was – you know, she's calling herself a woman, but she had a mustache. You'll see it. It's Disney World. It's happening in California, Disney World. But I'm talking about even one of Biden's people, that kleptomaniac guy. Right, right. I, I've, I've seen that. I've seen that. He had I've a mustache. That. 
Right. right. And he had a mustache. So that's another one. But I don't remember that in the 70s or 80s. I don't remember that, seeing that. I, I hear you, Jerry. Let me uh, move on. Let me go to Joe in Jericho. Frank Morano is about to come on. Joe, what's on your mind? It's got to be quick. I'm going to be really quick. First of all, it was uh, Smokey the Bear. Only you can prevent forest fires. Oh, uh, Yoki the Bear was always trying to steal food because he's smarter than the average bear. I'm oh, going to bring up okay. uh, something. Hey, hey, but Joe, but what, but what was I right? Was I right about uh, smarter than the average bear? Where's Boo Boo? Yes, yes, and Boo Boo, and listen. And Boo Boo was the sidekick. Wait, 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 Boo Boo, hold what? on, Joe. Boo Boo was the sidekick, correct? Yes, he was okay. a little bit. So now go ahead, quickly. All right, quickly. I thank Christ Jesus that you, your family, and no one was crippled or killed. And I want you to give thanks to God for your family for yes. yes. that fire. Yes. And also I want to bring up a stuck in my cry as an American Marine that this guy, Russ, he has so much hatred for this American Marine who defended himself. I want to know how long Russ was in the military. I'm sure he didn't serve, Dom. And one other thing. Right. I, 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 wait, 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 wait. No, I, I can't. Uh, Joe, I can't do one other thing tonight. I didn't hear Russ's comment. I, so I don't know what you're talking about. And, folks, it's not generally a good idea to call up one host to talk about what somebody else said on another show when the host has no idea what you're talking about. But thank you, Joe. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. I do have some issues with some things uh, Greg Kelly said today. I'm hoping you can address. <laughs> Hey, Frank, you know, people think that we listen 24 hours a day. I mean, we try as much as we can. Unbelievable. I mean, we have families. We have children. What do you have coming up? All right. uh, Our friend Obi Murray is here. He's going to join me in studio. We're going to analyze the latest entrant into the Republican presidential race, Chris Christie. Brian Kilmeade will join us to go over the week in review. Got the AC report. And NASA had a UFO hearing. I'll give you the latest on that. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, but first news headlines with Alex Barnard. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. 